Ahoy, shipmates. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Another Fine Navy Day. I'm retired Navy Chief Journalist Cleve Hardman, and today's episode is I'll Take the Money. In late January 1986, USS Valley Forge was a newly commissioned Ticonderoga-class cruiser. We were finishing up our final days in Pascagoula, Mississippi, before heading to San Diego to join the Pacific Fleet. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon, and the ship's quartermaster, Joe Reed, joined me for a trip to the waterfront to enjoy the day. There, we crossed paths with a nice local lady who invited us to join her at a bar where she would be serving drinks that night. It was not a place either of us was familiar with, but we got the address and made plans to stop by that evening. When we drove up to the place, there were plenty of signs that this was not the usual type of place either of us would normally visit. The building was a small wood frame structure with white paint peeling off the sides. The parking lot was made of old oyster shells with deep potholes full of mud. In that parking lot were a few old pickup trucks and about a half dozen motorcycles. When we entered the door, our suspicions were confirmed. The locals turned to size us up as we walked in with our short haircuts and were nothing like the leather jacket-clad patrons. But then we heard a welcoming voice. It was our new friend calling out from the bar. We felt compelled to at least step up for one round. I noticed a video game in a quiet corner of the bar and told Joe I was going to give it a try. It was my way to stay clear of the other patrons in the bar. I inserted a quarter without paying any attention to what the game was all about, but I found it was a card game. I quickly accumulated some credits and continued playing when Joe walked over and said he wanted to give it a try. So I wagered all of my credits in an effort to clear them out so I could finish up and allow him to play. But the machine dealt me a four of a kind. Suddenly, the machine started making all kinds of noises, bells and music and lights flashing. Still, I was interested in clearing out my credits, so I quickly hit the double or nothing option, and as luck would have it, I won that too. More sounds as the credits started piling up. A couple of the locals stepped over to check out all the commotion, and one quietly said, I'd take the money. I scanned the machine trying to figure out what he was talking about. There was nothing about money on the machine except a slot to insert quarters to play, but taking his suggestion, I said, okay, I'll take the money. Our friendly bartender pulled out a green logbook from behind the counter and stepped around to the video game. She wrote down a bunch of numbers and asked me to meet her back at the bar. She pulled out a small lockbox from behind the bar and counted out some cash. She then handed over nearly $200. I was shocked, but also weary as every eye of every local in the bar was focused on me. One sitting at the bar next to me suggested Joe and I should leave. It sounded like good advice to me, but I also worried that if we simply walked out, there might be one or two of those locals behind us ready to claim at least a portion of my unexpected winnings. So instead, I looked at the bartender and said, around for the house on me. It was probably the best $50 I ever spent. The locals were quiet and let us leave peacefully. A couple of weeks later, I picked up a local paper and saw an interesting headline, Bar Raids Nets Gambling Scheme. The bar of my good fortune had been raided. The video poker system was being operated in violation of local law, and the bar was shut down. Thankfully, my timing was good enough to get the money and get away without any issues. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Another Fine Navy Day, and I hope you'll be back again next week for another tale from the high seas. Until then, fair winds and following seas. Mm-hmm.